Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Kazakhstan, Illuminati versus Seven Rays of Light. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and it is January 6th, Thursday, January 6th. The memory of the reminder that when people try to have power in their country, the deep state will do everything it can to crush you. And when you expect your president to stand up for you, he'll simply leave and tell you to go home. So that's January 6th is going to be a great memory for all of us. Not really. That was a joke and a bad one, too. All right, Patriots, before we begin tonight, MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is the home of the Bards Nation landing page on MyPillow. Your promo code is Bards, B-A-R-D-S. It's a great company run by one of America's great CEOs and Patriots, Mike Lindell. All sorts of great specials, and when you hit the landing page, you're going to see some of those featured specials. Things like 40% off on my slippers, these uh, get buy one, get one free Giza sheets, up to 75% off on the classic my pillow and the six-piece towel set. You can't live without any of those, trust me. Then once you get them, you're going to be like, how did I ever survive without them? You want to talk about like, you look back and you say, how did man exist before my pillow? And I don't know. I don't know how man existed before my pillow. Mike Lindell has changed the world. So anyway, head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. And you can use that same promo code on the MyPillow site all the way through with hundreds of products, the MyStore site and the FrankSpeech.com site. It's fantastic. Also, TheFoundersBible.com, TheFoundersBible.com. Your promo code there is also Bards, B-A-R-D-S, for 20% off on the Bible, The Founders Bible, which I consider to be the Bible for our time. It has become my mainstay Bible, my mainstay Bible. Let me make sure I said that right. And it is an NASB 1995 edition, fantastic translation, and it has our Founders documents worked in throughout the Scripture, and you really get a great history and knowledge of how Scripture was a living language for them. So again, thefoundersbible.com, and you use your promo code BARDS in the coupon section for 20% off. Finally, Expedition, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com expeditioncoffee.com. That is the home of what I think to be one of the best coffees on the market right now because it's been designed for the warriors of, of today. Us. That's right, us. Because it gives you that great power, focus, and energy you need from the very, very beginning once you have that cup of coffee and you're going. Sustained energy throughout the entire day, but it's also helping build the foundation of a whole health ecosystem that you're also going to find there. In fact, you can see the whole health, whole health ecosystem on expeditioncoffee.com in this what's called Neo 7. It's got all the products together in one batch, or you can get them individually. You've got the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. You have Immune XP, which boosts your immune system. And with a high level of vitamin C, which is given through the pine cone extract that it's built around, 
You have Pure 47, which is a fantastic supplement to boost your um, to help boost your immune system, but also to isolate any of the pathogens that get into your body, including the full complement of the SARS-CoV viruses. And you have Earth, which is a fantastic full-body supplement. One scoop, mix it in a shake, drink it each day. That's all you need for the full day. It's fantastic products. I use them every day. I believe in them immensely. Like I use all these products, every one of them. That's why, that's why I promote them. They're good. So anyway, check it out. Expedition, XPD, expeditioncoffee.com. A couple other things, Patriots. I just keep forgetting to mention this. Really important. At the Underneath every podcast for like the last month, you will find it says free download for Bards of, Bards of War film. That's the movie that I did. And it's there for you to download. It's on, it's on what's called Mega, which is a big download site you can click on that download link and you can get a free copy of the bards of war film and that is just because i think you i thank you all for everything you do just so it's there so you can take advantage of that and enjoy the film i hope you do i that's the film that i was awarded an emmy for for the combat footage it's a great film it's a film that's centered on canadians and of course we have one of our great mods who's a canadian and that's Paper Bag Patriot. She's there every night, and she's a fighting warrior up there in the communist country of Canada. And I think we've got some other Canadians, too. Matter of fact, we have even people in Saskatchewan now are listening to Into Bards FM. It's fantastic. Fighting the commies up north. <laughs> of course, I don't know what we're worried about, because we have Joe Hand Puppet Biden that gives us the commies here in our own country. That's great. Wonderful. Fantastic. Yep. So, anyway... And don't forget every Wednesday, every Wednesday at 1.11 p.m. Pacific, we're live streaming Bended Knee Prayer. This is our national, global, global, not just national, global prayer assault that we're making every week on Wednesday at 1.11 p.m. Pacific time. That's minus eight hours GMT if you're in one of those prison camps called Australia or New Zealand. We want to get you free too. This is a global effort of God's children standing up with tactical prayer, wiping the heck out of the deep state. This is we're waging spiritual war on a big level. All right, Patriots. So I had my show today on Brighteon, like I do every Thursday. You want to see my lovely face? You can tune into Brighteon TV every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. So but I wanted to touch on something as I lead into tonight because we have to kind of set a foundation. Tonight's show is kind of lays it out a little bit. There's a lot going on in Kazakhstan right now, if you haven't paid attention. And when you get a chance, because it's important to take a look, I'm going to suggest that you do a Google map, Google Earth search for a city called Nur, and you are Nur Sultan, Nur Sultan, S-U-L-T-A-N. Nur Sultan, Kazakhstan. And what you're looking for when you do this Google search is to kind of go to the center of the city and you're looking for the mosque. And you want to look at the mosque from the aerial view and you want to pan across and see what else is out there, like the whole Masonic compass that you can see from the air and the phoenix bird and the pyramid. Oh, I'm sure that's normal. And what looks like a spaceport. Okay, this is in the middle of nowhere. I mean, literally, like what in the heck are they spending millions? And I guarantee you it's hundreds of millions of taxpayer U.S. dollars that built that thing because that money came from the deep state. What you're basically looking at is one of the main capitals of the New World Order. 
of what they have been planning to shift their focus to. This is what's in Nur-Sultan, okay? And all of a sudden, Kazakhstan, out of nowhere, erupts into this massive civil war that's going on. And this is a headline from Tuesday. State of emergency declared in Kazakhstan's largest city after fuel price riots, internet cuts. Okay, another headline. This is, um, let's see if we can find, I had a couple of them here. This is from today. Mayhem in Kazakhstan as 18 police reported killed. Banks offline shooting and explosions heard. Uh-huh. That's always normal for patriots to do. So um, there's another headline from dozens of killed in Kaza. Uh, Kaza is, is a reference to Kazakhstan. Police battle for control of streets in war zone. Banks being looted. It has blown up. And, oh, wait a minute, somebody made a whole lot of money in this. If you're a uranium trader right now, you just made boatloads of money because Kazakhstan has ore, and the price of uranium just skyrocketed. Always follow the money, patriots. Always follow the money. All right, so let's talk a little bit about what this means. And to do this, we have to talk about our real favorite topic that everyone wants to hear about as they roll our eyes going, yeah, we got to talk about Trump. Uh-huh. So here we go. This is, I'm going to start by saying this, and you've heard me talk a lot about it, but I want to preface this. Everything that goes on in this show and any other show, I encourage you to research and question. I really do. I want you to do that. I appreciate the loyalty of everybody that's here. But I also want to be clear that we are all in this pursuit of one thing, truth, and we're working together. So I present views that I research, and those views are not always popular. And I get that, and that's okay, because I didn't, I'm, it's not a popularity contest when we talk about truth. Truth is one of those hard things that we have to face, and because the objective is that we as humanity— don't walk off the cliff into the eternal abyss of enslavement. We are trying to free ourselves from centuries, if not thousands of years, millennial, of enslavement. And the problem is that we have become so inculcated into their matrix of mind control through the limitation of information and the way that we have literally been trained to look at situations and not see the truth that we all, at one point or another, have fallen trap to that illusion. Another very important premise is to appreciate that as we awaken, each step of the way, we have to look back and reassess to make sure where we are going, where we came from, is still where we're going. And it's not always that way. Such is the case, in my opinion, of President Donald J. Trump. He has done some amazing things in his time as president. And what I credit him for the most is giving people the sense of what it was like to have the energy and pride in a nation again. We also got a taste of what a good economy was. But keep in mind that all the economists and even the analysis I was doing was pointing to the fact that everything in that economy, economic boom was complete fakery. They were manipulating the Fed and they were manipulating the money supply. And we were experiencing a kind of a, a, a boom in an economy 
which was more about mining and extracting all of its excess into the main economy that we experienced. But then once COVID came, it wasn't just COVID. It was the economy itself was essentially exhausted. We're at a point of a cataclysmic change on a global level of economies all over. And what's behind this isn't just one man or some little group called Q. What that is is one aspect of a bigger war. And the sad part about this for some that are just waking up is that we aren't the, we aren't the ones winning. We are the ones that are being played by both sides because what they need is the will of the people to continue their control over humanity. The elites are having a war. And essentially, in a simple way, and that I have put this together, is the elite's war is pretty much like this. There is a one faction that is an extreme draconian death cult, and that faction loosely would be termed the Illuminati. The Illuminati would include things like the big eye. It would include things like the Catholic Church and its black pope and its Jesuit army. It would include various other secret societies. But within that whole collection, there is another organization. There's another collection of secret societies and another collection of people of the elites that don't want to go down to the death cult side. The death cult is completely on board with sacrificing kids and doing whatever they need to do to sustain their life, like adrenochrome and everything else. There is this other side, and this side actually goes back in our own history to our founding fathers, and that is somewhat tied to this reference you've heard around lately to the seven rays of light. It gets into the concept of the age of reason and this whole idea that we come to a new era of enlightenment through knowledge, and there's a complete removal of the principle of God and relationship with Christ. This group and the the we will for this show we're going to refer to them and I'm just referring to them anymore as the American Masons. So basically we have a war with the American Masons versus the Illuminati. The Illuminati is the old guard. They are they go back they're rooted in Europe and they're rooted in Ukraine, that should be no surprise. That's where the Kievan state started. That's where the Kievan state led to the Russian State, so that takes us back several thousand years. It links that Illuminati links to Rome, and it links to the transition of Rome to the Roman Catholic Church, and the disappearance, quote unquote, of the Roman legions, which, in my opinion, became the secret societies. Because I think where the secret societies actually came from is from the Roman legions. That's a whole other rabbit hole. We'll get into that another time in depth. But this is so we're looking at an Illuminati faction, which is the old guard, and we're looking at a rise of a new, more moderate, not new, but a more moderate faction, which is what we'll call American Masons. And that's not an official term, by the way. That's me making it fairly simple to look at the playboard. And this is the war that's been waging. Both of these factions agree on a couple of things. They agree on transhumanism. They agree as, as a progress to where humanity goes. They have all bought into transhumanism. They all buy into this idea of the fourth industrial revolution or also known as industrial 4.0. 
All of these things represent a transition in the way society works and functions. What's at stake here are a couple of things. How they see the children is a big one because the Illuminati, like in this group, seems to enjoy, take great pride in harvesting kids for their personal pleasure and sacrifice. And the American Mason side doesn't tolerate that. So this rise of this war that's evolved in the visible plane of the public eye is currently symbolized by hand puppet Joe Biden on one side and President Trump on the American Mason side. These two factions are at war on a global level. And they tie in with intelligence agencies and they tie in with militaries and they tie in with bankers and banksters and Wall Street operators. It is all the networks of the elite. And it so happens that the Illuminati segment has taken a very public and powerful stance and the American Mason segment has been more in the shadows. And what we are witnessing in this war is this tug of war going on between because what each of them know they need is they need us. They need us to side with them. The Illuminati idea was they were building up this network of highly dedicated, focused, uh, loyal army, which we would call progressive left. And if their plan had succeeded, they would have just erased the rest of humanity and the progressive left would have become their loyal drones and slaves. The American Masons, and the way I'm categorizing this, are looking at a much broader grab. They're, they're promising things like life is a choice. The vax is a choice. You have a choice of becoming transhuman or not transhuman. You can become anything you want. You can aspire to anything you want. They're not going to get in the way of the LGBTQ movement. They're not going to get away if you want to marry a dog or marry a, marry a zombie or have sex with a robot. But it's all about respecting each other, and it's all kind of about this rainbow universal love garbage. All about enlightenment and becoming a, emerging up as a new golden age of humanity. Gold's important, and Trump is a gold man. That's important to grab. The Illuminati is very dark. They're about, you know, basically slaughter humanity, remove, depopulate them all, and reset this world in terms of a dictatorial top end and a draconian enslavement of the lower end, ultimately replacing humanity with robots. The enlightened, well, we'll loosely put, this American masonry side is about having unified, finding unity and peace and balance with a new age where we have singularity and awareness in computers that work hand in hand in a happy way with humans. And we all get along and we shake. All of that is actually represented. That vision is represented in the matrix resurrection, that concept of this new age. And we're seeing in the matrix resurrection shows this reality. I'm talking about very clearly. One is a machine world where humans have ultimately become little more than slaves and they're used for energy. And the other is this cooperative world where an enlightened singular, singular mind awakened robotic and AI world is working to help humanity become better and greater because it's not capable of doing it itself. That's your two choices right now. And why all this is important when we go to Kazakhstan is because 
when you what we're seeing in Kazakhstan is a war for one of the capitals of the Illuminati. But who's running it? That's the question. I've gone through an enormous amount of footage in Kazakhstan. And I, it's, I find this interesting always. People are protesting and they're throwing rocks and some people are throwing Molotov cocktails at armored vehicles. But I haven't seen any weapons, at least very few. Yet there are street fights going on that no one seems to film, but they can hear. There's huge explosions going on. Buildings are catching on fire, but every time it happens, people run away. An explosion happens, people run away. Fires break out, people go away, which tells me that this is a classic intelligence-type operation, that they're using people as the shield in the front to give it the illusion that it's a people's revolution and that the real agent provocateurs are embedded within them and they're doing the fighting against the Illuminati army. So essentially, we're seeing, quote-unquote, American masonry, which is just a term to capture this moderate wing of the, the elites, fighting the extremist wing of the elites, using the people as the cover to obscure what they're actually doing. So this is an extremely important moment to appreciate what's happening in Kazakhstan because it's spreading and it's going to spread. And the fight is always going to be the same as we're sitting right now because what they're doing again, which they do so well, and you've heard me talk about a lot this week, it's always this narrative. Through war, we accomplish great things. That's their narrative. So this same principle, people must rise up and fight and, and burn down the buildings and destroy them all, and they must beat. And there's scenes like, today of them just beating the hell out of police. I mean, like one guy, it's on the ground and three people are beating him with a stick. All these narratives are coming out like, this is what people must do to rise up against this evil ogre. And in so doing, we will achieve a freedom and a release into a new golden age. It's always the same trap. You must, you must have violence and destruction of one another in order to achieve the enlightenment of the next stage. Let me put this in, a, in another framework. It's the same model. Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton. In 2008, President Donald Trump was, at that time, Donald Trump was talking about what a great woman Hillary Clinton was, what a great man Bill Clinton was, and how Hillary Clinton had been heavily abused on the campaign trail and how it was just not fair to her because she was really a great leader. That is a documented interview with President Trump, Donald Trump at that time. Fast forward to 2016. Now we have this vicious attack on Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump. And the two of them are throwing stones at each other the size of boulders, trying to destroy each other's reputation. This is, again, the same narrative. Through warfare and we abuse and destroy each other, one will rise to lead the many to a new age of enlightenment. You have to grasp how crazy this narrative is and how it's been repeated on us over and over and over. Now, all truth on the table. I literally spent tens of thousands of dollars on an unaligned super PAC to support President Trump in 2016. In that super PAC, there was approximately 100 plus special operations veterans that joined me in the promotion of supporting his campaign. We were not affiliated with his campaign in any way. Why is that important? I put it all in for President Trump. Because we knew at the time, and we had this discussion, that he wasn't a perfect choice, but he was the only choice we had other than the, the witch from hell, Hillary Clinton. The thing is that 
we understood not as clearly as we do now that we were playing with still the elites and you have to appreciate that in many ways that's another side of the same coin there's a lot of things that these elites hold in common and one of them is their interests in power and how they got to power doesn't mean they're just nice guys and that's important to grasp you don't become a billionaire by giving everybody loves and hugs and I'm not taking anything away from Donald Trump's and President Trump's reputation as a man who has done a lot of good things for people. He has. But let's be real. He's still a billionaire. And at the end of the day, we have to look very carefully, even at the one major story he likes to tell, which always leaves my head scratching. It's this. His story about doing the icing rink in, in Central Park in New York and getting it done under time and under budget after they had sat there for years and not getting done. The question you have to ask is how was that done in, an, in, in, a country, in a country, almost, in a city controlled by a mafia-level union system and a corrupt political class? I can't answer it, but I can tell you it doesn't happen by everybody sitting around and giving hugs and having parties, social parties, okay? The fact of the matter is that his background has been completely cleansed. It has been wiped by some of the most sophisticated methods known. And they have they constructed a very important narrative, which is to bring forward somebody who people would trust to raise up, to give the operation that they're doing, which has certain truth with this whole Q movement, a certain operation to cleanse out the most evil of the world. But the problem is that at the end of the day, we are not the ones that are the victors. It's more like taking a slave class and telling them you have a choice between being slaves in chains or you can be slaves but with a longer tether and you won't have to wear chains but we'll let you move around a little more freely as long as you play by our rules. And the, the sad part about where we've arrived within this movement of awakening is that they're now on we have moved from being an awakening against an evil ogre class to political politics again to where now, and you'll hear it in the Q movement and you'll hear it in the MAGA movement, Republicans are somehow the great saviors of light. They're not. Republicans, as we know very well, are as corrupt and personally I think more corrupt than the Democrats. I think they're more devious. Because over time, they have always compromised to slowly move a very strong, conservative, God-loving group closer and closer to socialism as they have worked diligently to erode our churches, erode the power of our pastors, and slowly move us into a deep trap, which we're almost in. What we have seen from President Trump over this last 18 months has been disappointing and what we saw on January 6th was disappointing. I had no no expectation, I, mean, I should say it this way, I had I had no anticipation that he would pull off what he did at the end which was to tell everybody to go home. That disgusted me. And I'm going to be blunt and for in that reason alone I I was pulling back from him. But in the fact of the execution of all of this has gone forward with his continued supporting of the vax, it's an untenable position. It's a position that every time he opens his mouth, and he is the most influential man on the face of the earth right now, he could stop this injection with one tweet, literally. Tell people that he was wrong, it's not safe, and to step back. That's all he'd have to say. 
but we're not getting there. Instead, we go just the opposite. And every time he does that, we get more people following his lead. We have people right now, I got word today of someone who literally, whose father had a stroke. I've talked to some other people whose parents have taken this, and they're all seeing the same thing. And all of these people, in one way or another, they're seeing a degradation of health at an extreme level. They've all had the, the shots and the boosters. And all of these people, in one way or another, have been influenced by what President Trump has said. So for those that are standing out here defending him and don't like to hear the criticism of the president, I'm sorry. But I'm not a slave to a president, and I'm not a slave to an institution. I go back to how the Declaration of Independence set up our nation, which is that the power was with we, the people, that we are subordinate to God and government is subordinate to us. It's very simple. So this all goes back to Kazakhstan. A lot of focus in the in the telegram channels and, and other alternate news, Zero Hedge, by the way, is doing a really good job of covering this if you want to keep up on that because they've got some links that take you to uh, Twitter sites and links that take you to YouTube sites with some long feeds. You can see what's happening. I mean, that part, the evidence is right before us. You can see the people are there. You can see buildings burning. You can see the police lines being set up. You can see the people protesting. But there's a lot of things that aren't adding up because for this massive civil war that's happening, people are protesting relatively peacefully. When the military starts to push in with an armored personnel carrier, they've doused it with some Molotov cocktails. I consider that well-deserved. But the people are very peaceful. And yet the headlines again are buildings burning, gunfire in the streets, police dead. Who's doing that? And I'm not saying that there aren't elements or factions within the people that are doing that. But now Russian, the Russians are starting to deploy a paratrooper unit to send down there to, to settle the peace. Well, we know how that's going to go. They don't have a tendency of being a love-and-hug army, just so I tell you. I just asked the Chechens how that worked. So the whole point of this is we have what appears to be a classic covert war going on right before our very eyes. And why Kazakhstan? Again, you have to go to what Nurasultan is. Nurasultan was a planned city. It was organized from the beginning to be a city that was a designed to be seen literally from the stars. It has all the symbolism at the center of the city of the of the, the compass of the masons, you've got the the rising phoenix, you have a whole bunch of other line and symbolism which ties in with like the pentagram and the Jewish star. And it takes you over, to, you've got a, on one end you have a mosque, and a huge mosque by that matter. And then you've got a pyramid on the other that leads you into what looks like a spaceport. You can see all that from your Google Earth search. Take a look at it. And it's an enormous amount of building that's gone on. Now from what I understand from my research, this was going to be where the uh, Silken Road rail line and terminated was there that would link it to main body Europe and it would take it over to, and then from there you would go east on the Silken Road all the way to Beijing. And then part of that Silken Road railroad concept was to take it up into Siberia, across Alaska through the Bering Strait, and then down all the way to LA. So of course, we've people have done some fantastic research in doing overlays of these areas and oh, lo and behold, what do you know? 
those fires that keep raging on the West Coast just happen to be in the same pathway as the overlay when you overlay what the projected rail line was. So isn't that something? I'm sure that's just coincidence like everything else. This is a global concept of control. And Nurasultan is an important hub for the deep state. It is literally the headquarters of the Illuminati, the, the capital for the Illuminati. So to see Kazakhstan go into this, this civil war out of nowhere, which had to do with rising prices and supposedly gas restrictions, and now is blown up to all sorts of things. And, of course, it's pretty easy to draw that narrative because you're going to say, like, well, people are fed up with COVID. They're worn out. They're so tired. They're just so sick of this. They're just going to have a fight back. By the way, not one person's wearing a mask. Just thought I'd mention that. No masks in the in the revolution of, of Kazakhstan. And I didn't see anybody carrying Vax cards. And I didn't see anybody freaking out about that either. Oh, man, I'll tell you. So this whole thing looks very much like the war between what I am calling the American Masons versus the Illuminati. And they're fighting to topple one of their central powers of control. But keep in mind where this goes. This whole concept ultimately is to reset the global order of control, the global order of elite. You've heard me talk about this before, and it's a very important concept to grab. When you start looking at the discussions happening by the political leadership of change, which is everything from Trump to Bannon to others, it's always the same conversation. We're going to reset the system by putting in new people into the existing structures. So basically, they're just going to retemplate the existing world order, but with their people in their faces. We know that is not going to work well. We just it's, just, it's too deep and too systemic to make that happen. And what we aren't ever hearing are things like, and, and I mean this, you've never heard one person talk about the reduction of the surveillance state. You're not talking about one, hearing one person in that leadership group talking about stopping the vax. You're not talking about one person saying that we need to arrest the development, stop the development of AI. You're not hearing one person question whether we should move forward with robotics Nobody's talking about stopping CRISPR technology, which is gene editing. Why? Because every single one of those things I just mentioned is integral to the fourth industrial revolution, and it's all part of the elite's common agreement. They all agree that that's where we have to go as humanity, and that's where they're going to take, it, take us whether we like it or not. The only difference between the two sides, like I was saying, is the Illuminati's extremist basically saying you're going to take it or you're going to die. We're going to put you in a camp, terminate you, cut off all your rights, whatever. That's the Illuminati side. The other side is simply telling you, well, you don't have to. That's okay. You can make a choice. And all they're doing is playing the long game. How many politicians have you heard say stop the mandatory injections for kids going to school? None. How many politicians are standing up screaming that we should not be doing research on children of five months old or five years old on this stupid injection? None. See. This whole thing that you're witnessing right now is all has some, these elites are literally sitting side by side with each other half the time. Some of these times they're even having dinner together. These people intermingle. They're just deciding who's going to take power over the world and who's going to roll the banking system. 
Is it going to be a centralized banking system or is it going to be a, more of a decentralized banking system? Are we going to use their version of cryptocurrency? Or are we going to use our version of cryptocurrency? Are we going to do a non-asset-backed cryptocurrency where we can control everything? Or are we going to give an asset-backed cryptocurrency so there's a little more management of the world's finances? But all of them are dealing with the same common problem. And it's provable because in 2020 at the World Economic Forum, Ivanka Trump was present at the labor conference representing the United States. And the discussion was what they were going to do and how they were going to retrain the new labor force in the, in the fourth industrial revolution. Well, if you understand the fourth industrial revolution, you understand some very principal issues, which Elon Musk has been articulating very well lately. And I'm not a fan of Elon Musk, but it's that there is going to be massive labor displacement, massive labor displacement. And they're going to be pushing people out of work and doing what? They are going to be replacing them with robots and AI. So they're trying to come up with a way to pacify the population. All of them agree on this. And what are the ways that you can pacify the population? Well, there's three, and they're all, all coming. One is a universal basic income. One side will talk about it from a socialist angle. The other side will talk about it as an angle. So the, the Illuminati will be like, everybody's going to get the same income. We're going we're gonna to flatten the, the income levels, and everybody's going to be in the same boat. That's the socialist communist version of the elite, and that's the Illuminati. The other side is going to say things like this. We're going to provide everybody with a base income that they can then do whatever they want in their life, but it will ensure that everybody has an equal opportunity in this world to have what they need. That's they're going to be their pitch. And it's going to look, it's going to sound a little bit different. And the, the, the moderate side, what I'm calling the American Masons, oh, they're going to sell this to you. They're going to sell it to you, all right? They're also going to bring in a few other things. Be prepared. They're going to offer you free energy. They're going to offer you all sorts of neat little gimmicks that you're going to be like, oh, this is so neat. This is Tesla stuff being brought to the world again. Oh, Trump. Oh, Trump. Oh, Trump. That's what's going to, that's the angle. Okay. The other way that you have to pacify the, uh, you pacify the problem across the whole spectrum of, of labor displacement is you have to get rid of some of the burdens, what Klaus Schwab calls the useless eaters. Well, guess what? The first target you would have to do there is to get rid of our elderly class, which is our wisdom class, which is the people that have the memory of the way things used to be. Neither one of the sides of the elites is disagreeing with the VAX program of pushing the, the elderly first. This infuriates me. And what the par problem is, it's not getting any attention, even within our own movement. We're all focused on the kids. That's a parental control issue that every parent has the right to say no. But we have come to a class, an existence in our society where we've discarded our elderly like they're nothing. And they're sitting out here vulnerable to the influences of people like President Trump. And guess what? They're listening and they're not getting the truth. The truth has to come from us. And we have to be defending our elderly class as much as we defend our youth. That is absolutely where we have to stand. And there's too many casualties happening there because there isn't enough of our voice hitting the elderly, trying to explain to them what's happening and alleviating their fears. I don't know what that would be like to be stuck in a nursing home and not being able to connect with your family. And then worse, having your dipshit family go out here and agree that, well, I can't see mom and dad because I have COVID, so I'll have to watch them die through a plastic bubble. That just pisses me off to no, I guess you can tell, pisses me off to no level. 
So this is absolutely where we have to step in and defend our elderly class. Totally mean this. We cannot let this happen. This is a crime and it is a sin that we have to carry on ourselves and we cannot do this. We are, we are warriors of God and warriors of Christ in this world. So that's the other thing they'll do. So you've got the UBI and you have the eradication of the elderly class and then you have to retrain people in some ridiculous skill to keep them pacified. So they're, they're very conscious of all of this stuff in what they are doing in trying to pacify us a population. And by the way, this other neat little thing that's built into the VAX called sterilization, that most of the youth that are taking it may not be affected necessarily by the tech, but they are being going to be affected by sterilization. That's a provable fact. So again, it's a depopulation agenda. They know that they have to reduce the world's population in order for their rule to succeed. They know that they have to eradicate a portion of the population, which no one's going to pay any attention to the elderly class because, oh, they're old. Oh, they died of a heart attack. Oh, they died of a stroke. Oh, they, they're old. That's garbage. And then the only thing left is how we handle the children. Parents have total control over the children. If, you're, if you are advocating a vax for your child, I, I will tell you, I will be the first one at the elevator door to kick your butt in it and send you to the lake of fire because you have an obligation by God to, to protect your child and be the advocate for your child and not let them fall. But we equally have that role with our elderly. So we are at a point right now where we have, have to wake up to realize that this war that we're witnessing, which is in the open in Nur Sultan, Kazakhstan, is a war of the elites. Patriots, go look at the footage that's going on in Kazakhstan. Tell me how many patriots you see there that are out there burning buildings and waging a war. The answer you're going to find is few, if any, in the footage. Because that's not who we are as humanity. We live in a fellowship with each other that's highly respectful because at the core of who we are, agape love really burns within us. And the more that we walk into our relationship with Christ and through Christ to the Father, we need to start modeling the future that we want and leave these elites behind. The greatest fear that they have right now is that we will open our eyes and realize how few of them there are that are controlling the majority. And I throw Trump right in that class of manipulators. In fact, I'll quote him. I would not mandate the vax, he said. He said, I would persuade people and convince them that they need to take the vax. No, Mr. President, you'd never convince me. You would never convince me of doing something that would violate the temple which God gave me. And I would hope that every patriot would stand in the same way. Our war that we face, the greatest challenge that we face right now is realizing who we are. We are not subjects of some royalty to be told and, and, and directed what to do. We are God's children. And as God's children, we have been given dominion over evil. We have been given the right to stand up and stomp on snakes and scorpions. And we have been told that we will, if we could embrace all that Christ gave us, that we would do greater works than he. Those are the works of healing. Those are the works of 
bring, bringing his love and the love of God to people's hearts. That's the walk we make, and we destroy them when we do it. And that's why they work so hard at creating division. That's why they spend so much millions and billions of dollars trying to program us into the fear and the hatred and the division. And we just have to say no. This window that we are in is extreme right now. It is an opportunity for us to walk through that door that God has opened for us to walk in and model the future we want. And in so doing, leave their garbage behind. It begins in your home. It begins in your day. It begins at the morning, every morning when you get up in prayer. It begins in this understanding and relationship of God saying, just saying to God, thank you, guide me, and keep me away from them. We have to fight this way. Because in fighting this way, we completely destroy their control. And that is ultimately their greatest fear. The TV has failed. Their normal influences of media are failing. And even their number one hand puppets out here of trying to influence people with charisma are failing. We can't stop now. This is time now to dig deeper into our relationships with God, deeper into our prayer, and deeper into our one-on-one building of fellowship across our communities. And in so doing, we will truly be reset this world and achieve that path of liberty that was given to us by God as free men and women by our birthright in this world. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are so blessed in this time to live in a way and a time and place where we can begin to see so clearly what is actually going on. Lord, we, are, we understand that this is a long journey, a long path for us to awaken. We just ask that you'll continue to guide us and direct us, give us that discernment that we need, the eyes to see and ears to hear. Lord, we we need to build that foundation, that greater love for one another, that fellowship that's native in, in, in part of every single one of us. And we have to step away, Lord, from the, the connections that we have, the, the worships, the miss, the idolatry, the, the trust, open blind trust in leadership that doesn't have our best interest in mind. So forgive us, Lord, for those transgressions that we have made. And now, Lord, as we stand, we just ask for your strength and your guidance to continue to light those fires of righteousness within our heart, to step into this path where we truly walk within that power of agape love, and to walk this path where we are now exodusing this time, this place, and walking to, through those doors that only you can open. Guide us, protect us, and lead us in these times. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So Patriots, important time to continue to research and dig and most of all question everything. I don't have all the answers. None of us do. But we have to continue to open our eyes and dig and ask the questions. We can't get tripped up on the emotions of things that we want or painting a picture of the way we want them to be. The awakening is a challenging and difficult path. And it's not just awakening and knowledge. It's the awakening of the spiritual love and connection we have through Christ Jesus to the Father. And as we do those powerful things, we are truly setting ourselves free and leading the many that are still wandering and questioning in the process. Our greatest strength in all of this is our deep love for Father. Let us never forget that. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. This is an amazing time to be alive. 
our prayers just need to be continuing to anchor and build that deep relationship and intimate relationship with Christ. And in so doing, a closer and more intimate relationship with Father. They have to be intimate relationships. That's what we need, not just the the pew relationships sitting at the back of the church and wondering if it's going to be good for the next seven days. This is a living, breathing relationship we have to have with our Lord and Savior. God is with us. He will never forsake us. And in the end, God will win. But we have such an important role in all of this right now that he is working through us. And in so doing, we are growing up. Our birthrights are becoming available for us to seize. I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait, But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.